I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. I would be delighted to hear from you. Would you kindly send me an email at info at soencouragement.org or you may text me at 242-477-4002. Let me know how you are enjoying this program. This program is being aired in the Bahamas on Word SBC 88.3 FM, in Belize, in St. John's Virgin Islands, in the Cayman Islands, and around the world on Spotify. Just go to Spotify and type in your daily relationship nugget. I will be glad to hear from you. If there is one basic ingredient that can greatly enhance a marriage relationship, even through tough times. It is effective, loving communication. How are you communicating? How are your communication skills? That is, how do you communicate your feelings, requests, or ideas to your mate? Psychologist Deborah Tanner writes, Talking is the major way we, re- we establish, maintain, monitor, and adjust our relationships. End of quote. People who are in love discover that, th- that the way they communicate with their partner is crucial to either keeping them close or pulling them apart. There are at least two ways of describing how people talk. Preacher or lover. That's the way I say it, at least. In a romantic relationship, partners who preach are those who talk to their mates. They are more often like preachers or teachers giving instructions and directing, but not necessarily creating the mood for a reciprocal response. Their partners must listen, agree and obey, and may feel more like a child than an equal partner adult partner in the relationship. The preacher often generates the most conflict conflicts in the relationship. Preaching is excellent behind the church pulpit. Teaching is good in front of the students, but not when sharing with romantic partner. So get down from the pulpit and sit behind beside your partner. In a romantic relationship, a partner who communicates like a lover talks with, not to, his or her mate. Lovers listen, avoid giving instructions, engender the partner's response, and value his or her opinions. Lovers are not opinionated. Hmm, Interesting. They are humble and teachable. Lovers listen with their ears and their hearts. In marital therapy, I have noted that one of the challenges couples face is not that what they tell me in the th- as their therapist, rather it is that one or both of them feel that the other partner is always preaching to them, creating a roadblock to intimacy. I would simply ask the question, who is a preacher in the relationship? One of them would quickly respond, pointing the finger, he is or she is. They seem to know, without having me define it, what the question means. 
It is as though someone has finally brought clarity to how they feel or felt for a long time. It is common for partners to swing back and forth between preacher and lover when they want to have their way and flex their authoritarian muscles. They assume the preacher's role when they selfishly want uh, something special from their partner. They are lovers. This this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde behavior is seldom seen by others outside the relationship and can be very confusing and painful to victims of preaching. In a romantic relationship, victims of preaching often feel they are being used or being treated like immature, unintelligent children. Preachers make it there very, very difficult to resolve conflicts in their relationship. They set up stumbling blocks to effective resolutions of differences. So I ask the question, if you're listening today, wherever you are listening, driving the car, uh, at home, cooking meal, in bed, watching the sunset, on your radio, whatever, are you a preacher or a lover? If you're talking to your partner, putting it simply, then you are a preacher. If you're talking with your partner, then you are a lover. Lovers facilitate response. Preachers, they don't care what their, if there's a response or not, or they're not concerned if the person is concerned about responding. Are you a preacher or a lover? In the book Empowering Couples by psychologist Dr. David Olson, he presents five stumbling blocks regarding conflict resolutions. And I will add my little comment at the end, each one. Here is number one. One person ends up feeling responsible for the problem. Now listen what I said. Preachers are good at making their partners feel guilty. Okay. Number two. I go out of my way to avoid conflict with my partner. Listen, my response. In response to the preaching, the partner may withdraw or avoid sharing. Point number three. Differences never seem to get resolved. Here is my point. Since preachers are not good listeners, the couple seldom, if ever, comes to a mutual agreement. Point number four by Dr. David Olson. We have different ideas about the best way to solve disagreements. Here is my point. The preacher's opinions are always right. (laughs) Here is point number five. We have serious disputes over unimportant issues. Here is my point. Trivial matters often dominate arguments when when there are preachers around. Now, I thought those points would be very good for you to listen as you as you're listening to this broadcast. Remember, I asked, are you a preacher or are you a lover? Tune in at the next broadcast to part two of this program, Honey, Let's Talk, while I continue to talk about are you a preacher or are you a lover? This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.